Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could. You know what? It, this can be hard. You have to like really like, it's work. <laughs> it's for free, George. <laughs> what do you say? And well, I'm not. I'm sure not paying. I can tell you that much. Oh, you're paying. By having your husband. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get started. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Ricky. This is Adam. You're listening to a gay podcast where we talk about bullshit, apparently, and nothing. Nothing. (laughs) In Chicago, Illinois. It's real gay. It's, oh, super. It's real gay. Really? Happy Pride. Happy, it's the last. No, we have two more days of Pride, right? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. There's Pride 365. Pride is every day in my heart. Okay. Oh, that was a sad one. <laughs> I think isn't today like like World Pride or something? Oh, I think it's yeah. I I have Pride every day, so I don't keep up with uh, that stuff. Well, all right. Okay. We were talking about like missing pride a little bit, if only for like, I really like the shops, like the little pop-up shops, like in the, the little street vendors. Uh-huh. I, I like do- North, I miss North Pride. I like North Pride. Yeah. Pride North, I think is pride actually North. They called it. Um- <laughs> Calm down. I thought you were at the point of where you didn't care about how people spoke. Bitch, you lied. Something you lied. It's not like I'm gonna be like my favorite movie is War Stars. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Dude, when I worked at uh Verizon as a directory assistance operator, people would call so many times for hut pizza that I lost my mind and I would be like, I would be that fucking bitch operator, like, I'm sorry, there's no listing for hut pizza. And they're like, No, it is, it's right down the street. I'm sorry, there's no listing for hunt, hunt pizza. I'm looking at H right and now. And then they're like, could you look on this street? And I'm like, sorry, I'm only allowed to do two searches. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're terrible. <laughs> oh, I would get assholes all the time on the phone that just thought they're like, they were better than everybody else. I'm like, first of all, you can't use a phone book. Secondly, <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to be an asshole. Charge, charge, Are you charged? So would you can charge if they asked you questions for like so you were like four one one? Yeah, I was four I was a directory assistance operator. These children probably don't know what four one one is. They probably don't. But dude, that was a good paying job, but that shit was stressful. I took like I don't know, probably two to 3,000 calls a day. Because you have to, we were getting a phone call every, I, as soon as we hung up, we got another one. 
we got another one. And that was eight hours of that. Did you have to like physically record the calls? Or did it, was it just- No, they automate, basically how it works. And I don't know if it still works this way, but the person would call in, it would ask you for your listing, it would record it and then send it to an operator about five seconds later. So we heard a recording before the person came onto the phone. Oh. So normally we could type it out fast enough and get it out before talking with anybody. But um, then there would be a point of where people would say hut pizza and you would have to stay on the line and be like, and this is the thing too. Like I could have said, oh, I think you mean pizza hut on this street and send it off. But when we did that, our managers would say, no, you're not supposed to do that. So if they ask for hut pizza, you put in hut pizza. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, but you know, I did that job for almost five years and I took a voluntary layoff because I was like, although I'm getting paid almost $30 an hour and it was like a lot back then. 2000, 2000, I was like 18 or 19 making mm-hmm. that much money. I couldn't take it anymore. Like there would be days of where I would take my wrist rest and just you be were not 18 or 19 in 2000. No, 22. I mean, wait, <laughs> 95. Oh, I started working there in 97. Okay. So I was 18, 19, I was 20. That's better. 20. Um, I got to keep you honest because before you know it, you're going to be like, I'm going to be 25 next week. Well, lying ass beauty. We have a good because we take care of it. Yeah, that was crazy. But they, what I also loved about this job is when there was um, too many operators on the line, like we could sign up for it to be furloughed for a couple hours. So like I would have like an eight hour shift and then I would sign up for furlough and only work three hours. But it's like, fuck it. I made a hundred dollars today. I'm going to go to the river and drink. <laughs> was this in Virginia then? <laughs> yeah, it was in Virginia. Yeah. It was in Pulaski. Pulaski? Pulaski. Isn't that the name of a street here? I think it's named after Pulaski the general or something. I think they have a holiday here for him. Is that when when we get Punchki? I don't know. That's no, I think that I'm being a bad Chicago. Ask George. He would know. I feel like I feel like Pulaski um, was a general or something. Ask George. He's right there in the room, right? Um, he's playing his video game. He got I bought him the Last of Us Two. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a PS4 game, um, and it's like zombies, but like a story, and like there's like puzzles you have to figure out, and you have to make like decisions and stuff. The first one was very very popular. It's one of um, George's favorite games, mm-hmm. and he's been like fucking waiting for the sequel. They announced it, I don't even know, like what, like a year ago, George? When did they announce The Last of Us 2? I'm waiting for Splatoon 3. Can't fucking wait until that comes out. (laughs) I don't know what any of this really means. Have you ever played, you never played Splatoon? No. Oh, God, it's You know, isn't it like paintball, but like the video game? Kind of, but like basically you have two opposing teams and you have this ink or paint and what you're trying to do is make sure your color is the most paint on the in the world so as you're going by you're trying to like paint everything and then kill the people because they're covering your paint with you know their paint 
and it's like a battle but it's like super fun I when I first heard about it I'm like oh this sounds like so stupid I don't even think I'll like this but now it's like I can't get enough of it it's just like I, I'm trying to get into Animal Crossing but I can't do it I can't do it it's not fun I don't know I'm very bad at video games I think my depth perception I mean look at me I got crazy eyes <laughs> Um, so I can't, uh, I don't think, like, video games where I have to, like, aim at things are not for me. Like, old, like, video games where, like, like, I played Mario, Super Mario Odyssey. Is that for the Switch? Yeah, we played that. We played Luigi's Mansion 3. We played, like, dumb shit. Katamari Damacy, I can play the shit out of that. Oh, that's fun. I like that game. I can do that shit, but, like, when I have to, like shoot people or like do something where I have to like really like do a lot of buttons and shit I'm like this is not oh you don't have to do that with Splatoon it's pretty easy it automatically aims for you and stuff so you don't have to really do anything but it's fun I like when people aim for me and just shoot it all over you just close it down baby um you nasty you nasty nasty uh, I looked it up. Uh, Kazimir Pulaski Day is the yeah. first day of March. This is not Punchki. Punchki is for Mardi Gras. Okay. Which I should have remembered. Um, oh, it's kind of close. That it, it happens is. around the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they like might like link up maybe once in a while. Anyway. Uh, he was a Revolutionary War cavalry officer born in Poland, and he's praised for his contributions to the U.S. military in the American Revolution, and he is known as, quote, the father of the American cavalry. That's from Wikipedia. And what's interesting is the people in Chicago are the only people that fucking know that. <laughs> I've never I, heard I, of this person until I moved to Chicago. Like, there, it's only a state holiday, right? Or a city holiday. It's not I even think it might be a city holiday because I know kids have off school for it. So, what? It's Cook County, George says. Oh. George is like our like little mini Isaac for this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to talk about? I feel like I was going to talk about something else. You said you were going to come up with some shit to talk about. I ain't got nothing. Um, no, let's see. What's been in the news lately? All of the same shit. Like, we already talked about COVID. Um, I'm excited because my work asked for, and you know, I don't, I'm not talking about where I work or what I do or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I did post it on Facebook a little bit. Um, they asked for suggestions for local or national charities associated with, like, Black Lives Matter or um, that help marginalized communities. And they were like, okay, we're going to do four of them based on your suggestions. I think I suggested four. They picked one of mine, which is exciting, um, which is Equity and Transformation, which is based here. And it's run by and it is for uh, post incarceration um, Black individuals mm-hmm. to like, get them going and like back into society and shit. Right. Um, which is really rad. And I think that's great because I feel like they could have just did like, here's a check to Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. But they, the CEO specifically was like, we want 
local donations. We want to know what you guys think, et cetera. And then they also selected um, an organization that helps uh, trans people of mm. color in San Francisco, which is really awesome. And my CEO straight up was like, who knows the average life expectancy of a black trans woman today? And everybody was like, that's like a loaded question to ask the entire company. Not like loaded, but like, like who would, like most CEOs probably wouldn't just be like, right here. So I thought that was really, really cool. And like, unfortunately, everybody was like, mm, probably like mid 20s to mid 30s or whatever, which is pretty accurate. That's sad. Yeah, super fucked up. Um, but also there's a lot of like, how do you make this statistic? Like, how do you, how do you really, like there, there was a, a study in like 2015 and it was like a bunch of different countries, I think. So that's like not super accurate, I guess. So I don't know, like, it's kind of like, I guess it's not readily studied or whatever, but it's 35. So that's fucked up. And I'm sure like, is it so low because it's of suicide rates and murder? Probably. Um, I think, well, obviously, like, I think there's a larger instance of trans people in general being murdered, right. um, and especially uh, trans people of color, um, which is fucked up and is very sad. Um, the So I said, I talked about equity and transformation. Mm -hmm. um, the other one is called TGI Justice, and it's... Um, Transgender Variant and Intersex Justice Project. Mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, tgjip.org if anybody wants to look it up or is interested in what they do and what their mission is. So just throwing that out there. Good job, Adam. That's our... our uh, good deed of the day to make sure that we take care of people. Well, we need to, and like, and I do, and I worry that like things are gonna like slow down, or people are gonna care less because it's not like as as big or in the forefront of people's minds anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's starting to like cool off, but it doesn't. It's not gonna go away until there's like actual effective change. So. Well, I think it's happening, and I think what helps with this is I was talking with someone in our crafting community or in my crafting community, I guess, um, that the problem I had, like when all this, not really a problem, but something I noticed was a bunch of white people that were woke and trying to shame other white people into being woke. And it's like shaming people into doing things is not effective. It just makes them want to hide more. Also, if everyone was woke at the same time, our steam for what we're doing would disappear quick. But if people are enrolling woke statuses, then it keeps the thing, it keeps it going so that, you know, we can make effective change, I think. Um, you know, that's just how I feel about it. I see what you're saying. Um, but I do not like this whole 
Like if you want somebody to go in with you and help you and do something, you don't shame people into doing it. You, it just doesn't work. Well, I do think because if you're shaming someone and they do it, it's not because they want to do it. It's because you're forcing them to do it so that they don't look like a horrible person. Well, no, I think that there is in a lot of cases, an element of shame that has to accompany people changing Mm-hmm. Like you have, like, I think in some cases you, you need to feel that personal, like, what the fuck have I done? Like, why aren't I doing more mm. sort of like feeling? I don't necessarily, I, I see what you mean by like somebody else being like, this is why you should feel bad about it and you should do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more effective if you come to that conclusion on your own, maybe. Well, I think the, better way to handle this is if you're a person that's trying to get someone to be an activist or whatever, instead of shaming them and not knowing what they're doing, asking them, what are you doing for this cause? You're not shaming them. You're asking them, what are you doing? Because they could say, oh, I've donated a thousand dollars to this organization, this organization, and this organization. Mm -hmm. Just because a person's not verbal in what they're doing doesn't mean they're not doing things. No, I agree. I think that there's there's this kind of like impetus to put everything on social media and it's not worth doing if you don't post about it or talk about it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I think that's a double-edged sword because I think social media can be really useful in sharing and like getting like raising awareness I guess is like what I'm saying like so there is a positive element of being like this is what I did you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but in a lot of cases it's just virtue signal signaling I can't talk um but it's like look at what I did I'm a good person Mm -hmm. um which is bullshit but if you're doing it for the right reasons I think it's helpful right is what I'm saying um anyway Serious talks. Let's Thank talk you for about coming to our TED Talk. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I uh, I don't know. I've been um, just listening to records a lot instead of like, I don't commute and it's like, I don't have time to just like, listen to Spotify on my headphones by myself or whatever. Every once in a while, like if I'm doing something specific at my job, sometimes I'll listen to shit, but sometimes I just want to listen to shit that I know, you know? But I actually I, commuted this week. I went to my office. To I saw the- you looking all cute in your little backpack. Thank you. Um, I met my boss for the first time, who was pretty cool. Um, and then I got to look around our fucking office, Adam. Mm-hmm. So nice. In the suburbs, right? <laughs> huh? In the suburbs, yeah. 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 It is so nice. Like, I couldn't believe it. But there's also, like, 10 buildings. So it's like a campus. Oh, it's a campus. There's, like, 5,000-some people that work there. That's a lot. I know, right? Um, but it was super nice. It's, like, all kind of, like, open space and... Like our, the entrance to the building is pretty much a museum to the company that I work for. Do you, do they give you like food and like snackies and stuff? Um, 
Well, not at the moment because everything's closed up there. No shit. But um, they do have like cafeterias and stuff. I didn't ask how, I, I think you pay for your food, but I don't know about snacks and stuff. I didn't see anything out. So but that may be also because no one's there. So they at least could give you some free drinks. Right. I'm sure there's, it's a big company. I'm sure they give away a lot of stuff. So I would want some sparkling water is all I'm saying. I'm trying not like, all right. So, you know, I'm working with a dietitian and everything. And one of the things Mm -hmm. that I'm working on is not drinking soda, which I've done really good on. I know. But they don't want me to drink sparkling water either because they're saying what is causing yeah it triggers me to want soda the bubbles do so mm-hmm. i've been trying to drink like water with lime right um, i mean but i would love to be able to drink sparkling water maybe at one point i can after i don't drink after you're like yeah your addiction gets better after i'm like this skinny <laughs> <laughs> All right, Katie. You can't see that, but I held up my pinky finger. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't think, like, so I went and I tried on, like, jeans yesterday and, like, got my booty shorts made, Um, which I almost, I was going to put them on and be like, hey. I do want to see them, that you got them. I do want to see them. I can, uh, I can get them and hold them up, I guess. Or we can wait until we're like in person and you can see all these creamy white thighs. I'm like, um, oh, sir, you need to trim. <laughs> the whiskers is showing. Um, my downstairs whiskers. Um, <laughs> you can, I do like them. They're short enough that you can see most of my tattoos. Like my new one um, is pretty far up my leg. Like I... I want a pair of short shorts, but I'm nervous. I kind of, I'm just like, no one wants to see what's above the knee, you know? But I kind of want to get a pair that maybe are kind of like halfway from my knee to my waist. Have you which heard is of- pretty long, but. <laughs> have you heard of, uh, so you know like chubbies, right? Yeah, and I, I'm I'm interested in getting a pair of their shorts, but I don't know if they'll fit They're or not. Fucking expensive. So first of all, chubbies are great because you get them and they are like a little stretchy. Mm-hmm. So like I've definitely like I've sized up a little bit from the chubbies that I've had. <laughs> so like they're stretchy. So like I'm still okay, basically. Um, she got a little thicker. Uh, but there's like kind of, I don't want to say like knockoff chubbies, but they're like kind of like chubbies, but not, and they're cheaper. Um, and they're called bear bottoms, which is, and it's like bear, like grr. Um, God, let me look at this right now while we're. So it's, it's bare bottom clothing and they're like kind of, they're like chubby style sort of, and they have like the, the stretchiness or whatever. And they have, it's 5.5 is the inseam, which is like long-ish for me, but it's like the standard short shorts that are like popular now. You can get acid washed ones. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, is it the stretch shorts or the casual shorts? The stretch shorts. Okay. Um, They're super comfortable. I highly recommend them. Um, but yeah, like the 5.5s are like, 
kind of they're like oh, they're, they are a lot cheaper they are a lot cheaper and they usually Ooh. have like, oh my god the denim ones are killing me the acid wash dylan yes, i can't yes. i just can't they look like mom jeans that have been cut down yes that's the point <laughs> um i so i highly recommend them although chubby's does go like one and a half inches shorter they have a four inch which is nice i like the four inch I'm just saying. Oh, I wonder if I could wear an extra large. I bet you could. They tell you it's like from like this range of sizes. Yeah, extra large is 36 to 38, which I'm kind of between a 38 and 40 right now. Okay. Well, they are stretchy. And you can you can have they could be like your goal shorts. Oh, that's true. Let's see if they have free shipping back if they don't fit. Well, while we're like really getting okay, no, the content right now, let's like, just I'll shop later. You were like, I could see you like lean into the camera and you were all like typing away and looking for shit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, we're gonna go there right now. Jesus. Um, um yeah, I'll check them out. But I, I've heard of Chubbies and a lot of people love them, but they're also like a hundred dollars. They're really expensive. Like they're very expensive. They you can get them on sale sometimes. And I did I got a pair that was on sale. They were like final sale or whatever. So I got them for like 35 instead of like 69 or something like that. Um, but then I did buy myself, like I treated myself to the four inch inseam because those are never on sale. Four inches, like just like that big. I don't even <laughs> I my dangly bits would not be able to survive that. Like there would be be incidences. Well, what are you running around without panties on for then? Well, I don't, I wear boxer shorts or boxer. Well, boxer briefs, I guess would work, but my boxer briefs would be longer than my shorts. Well, then you need to get trunks. They're just a little bit. Oh my God. We'll be bringing back the nineties. Remember where you would wear your, well, you may not remember, but you'd wear your shorts and then you have your spandex shorts under it. Oh, no. It's like short shorts, but with spandex shorts under it. (laughs) Look, I was a big fan of fucking like bike shorts, but just like bike shorts and a mesh tank top, like between like ages, like. My high school coach wore them. I'm like, sir. Yes, sir. Hot for coach. (gasps) Woo! Nasty. You're nasty. That's the kind of story you can find on uh, (laughs) nifty.org. That's true. I was a fan of those ones. It was like, <laughs> oh, like I'm going to my teacher's house to like study. Right. <laughs> and then he brushed up against my arm and his penis was in the mouth. And that's exactly how it happens. Tale as old as time. <laughs> right. Just you go to someone's house, they rub your arm, and then you're sucking dicks. It's just like, bam, where did where does penis come from? <laughs> how to get in my mouth? I love this magical place. <laughs> it's only no. <laughs> That magical place is probably Steamworks. I've never been there, so I don't know. <laughs> you should go for like research. Mm, I I think I would more likely go to a place like that out of town. Okay. Not in a place where people know me. Yeah, it it would be weird to be like, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> like um, oh. <laughs> oh, it's you. Hmm. Um, they, I'm trying to think of ones I've been to that are out of town. Um, I've been to one in DC. Um, 
with, I went just randomly like for a weekend with a friend because you can get a train there from Pittsburgh and it's like, I don't know, like four hours or something. Like it's mm-hmm. not, it's not super far. Um, and the one in DC was like kind of small and a little, it was like, do you know, do you, uh, the Wizard of Oz when like the little thing slides open and it's like, ain't nobody gonna oh, yeah. see it. No way, no how. Like that was how you got in. Oh my God, that's else. hilarious. It was like a little like, <laughs> some eyes peeped out. Um, I can't remember what that one was called. I went to that one and then I think there's like a really fancy one in Columbus. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like one of the like the big chain ones. I can't remember the name. Because Steamworks is a chain, I think. And then there's like another big chain. Mm-hmm. But the one in, I think, Columbus. It's in Ohio. Anyway, um, it was like real big and had like this big fancy ass pool. It was like Olympic sized swimming pool. And like, it was really, really, really nice. How many dicks did you suck there? <laughs> It was like super dead. And also this was like 15 years ago, probably. Oh, not a lot of people were there, right? I guess. I, I like, it was, I want to say it was like a Thursday. And I'm pretty sure I went with the same friend that I went to the one in DC with. Because she loves herself a bathhouse, that friend. Oh, she does? She's a bathhouse Betty. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah, I've never even, like people talk about them, but I just never, I, I'm too modest, I think, for that. Like, Around people that I know, you know, yeah. I don't yeah. want to run into a person I know with in, during that activity. That's fair. I'm into stranger danger. <laughs> <laughs> Face down, ass up, bitch. Okay, not that much, but <laughs> like I need to see your face and like, kind of understand what's happening. <laughs> a non-dark room. Just, oh. <laughs> Oh my God, it, I'm pretty sure I told the story about how I made George go in a dark room with me in Spain, like just to be like, like, we're just going to walk through. We're just going to see what it's Uh like. And we held hands and then we like had to go around the corner and I had to let his hand go and he started yelling my name because he couldn't find me. (laughs) People were all freaked out. It was hilarious. Well, at least you didn't turn on a flashlight. (laughs) Right? I was like, you can't yell back here, baby. <laughs> like, you're going to scare people. You can't yell. You'll, st- you'll drown out all the dick sucking. <laughs> I get the appeal and I get how like sometimes I guess it could be hot. But like also, so there used to be, have I talked about Leather Central in Pittsburgh before? Mm, probably. I don't know. I used to, one of my friends used to be like a doorman there and you mm-hmm. would go in and you pay your cover and they give you a drink ticket and then you go downstairs. And it used to be the, like the upstairs was a lesbian bar and then the downstairs was like all men. You had to like be male presenting to go down there. Right. Um, but I just thought it was just like, whatever, it's a leather bar. So like the first time I went, I paid, got my drink ticket, went down, got a drink and I'm like, okay, I'm like... I had not gone until after I lived in the UK for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I never went anywhere like that in the UK, weirdly enough. So like, whatever. And this was like my first experience. So anyway, I get my drink and I'm like sipping and you have to wear like leather or something like fetish adjacent. So I think I was wearing like uh, like a suit or a like- whole neoprene outfit. <laughs> like, yes, you could do that. You could wear, like, like I said, I think I was wearing like a suit. Or something uh, because that's like a fetish 
Um, and I'm like, okay, like this is a chill bar. Like it's kind of small, like whatever. I did not realize that like all of the shit, there were like oil barrels uh-huh. like stacked up and like you could like go back between them. And then they had like, there's some other rooms and then there was like an outdoor situation. Oh damn, that's like a maze. It was it, like, it was like a whole thing. Um, but I was not, I was like, okay, like I understand that that's back there, whatever. And so I'm having my drink and this guy like starts talking to me and I'm like making small talk. And I'm like, oh, like I just moved back to Pittsburgh, blah, 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 blah. And then I like realize that he's got his whole penis out and he's just like right next to me at the bar. And I was just like, I don't. Sir, food is around this place. Could you just back it up? Like, I don't know if that's a, like if I want that like next to where I'm drinking. Right. and also like I I wasn't like hey like you should get your dick out right like, now like you are definitely doing something that's a little bit sexual assault he needed a handshake no like if I'm gonna like that's the thing is like you can have like your dick out I guess you know like I guess what you're getting into when you go to a bar like that I guess so like you're gonna see people with their dicks out but like don't aim it at me and like be like uh like I'm talking to you and I'm also like doing this because like that's invading my like that's not I didn't consent to that you know what I mean right so you've never been to a bar like well you've been to Jackhammer yeah but I never saw anything like crazy at Jackhammer like you've never been in the hole no because I don't take my shirt off and I don't wear leather and I'm not getting in my underwear so you don't take your shirt off. Remember, I am the king of, no, I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't watch TV. No, I don't go to bars where you have to take off your shirt. Although, okay, so that's a little lie. I haven't done that in Chicago, I don't think, took off my shirt. No, that's a lie. At Big Chicks, I have taken off my shirt because it gets fucking hot in there. It does get really hot in Big Chicks. Um, But when I lived in Florida... Girl, my tits were out all the time. (laughs) All the time. I definitely... Especially when I was in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, well, everybody's tits are out in Fort Lauderdale. That's like the city motto. (laughs) Tits out. You just got to get your tits out. (laughs) You are now entering Fort Lauderdale. Get your titties out. (laughs) Right. That's the actual sign going into the city. Right, right. I, uh, no, I get it. I get very, I was the kid who I swam in a t-shirt when I was little because mm. I was fat and I still, I know we've talked about that time that you saw me go-go dance. Um, but that was like, it's very, it's very freeing. I don't, I have to be like pretty drunk to like take my shirt off somewhere. I think. I, I that's pretty much the case for me too. Like it's not happening unless, although one time for New Year's in Virginia, I was living. Did see. it turn into nude years? It pretty much did at a straight bar. <laughs> we were at a straight club. Okay. And I, you know, I'd lived in Florida. I hadn't, ha- I didn't have like these restrictions like in bars and stuff. Cause we're, I went to gay bars all the time and we just did whatever, you know? So I go to this, uh, the straight club, I guess straight. I don't, you know, I don't know if you could really flexible, call it hero flexible. Yeah. But I took off my shirt and I was like, Woo! like I was drunk <laughs> and like crazy. I turned into a woohoo girl, basically, is what I did. I'm shocked. And 
the bouncer came over and was like, dude, you <laughs> cannot do that here. You have to put your shirt back on. I'm like, what? Like fun. And I'm I hung, I'm hugging this guy that's dressed like Gumby. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's Gumby. I'm shirtless. It's so fun. He's like, you're out of here. <laughs> and my sister and my brother-in-law were so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Was he like in a full-on Gumby costume? It was straight up he was in a Gumby costume. And I'm like, how a person that you cannot even see in a costume is fine. But I took off my shirt and it's like, oh, you need out of here. It's like, I'm like it's New Year's, y'all. It's Virginia. It's like two I mean, degrees outside. I'm fucking hot. I need to like take off my shirt. I get your point, but maybe it's like a... Um, like a situation where you can't maybe it's like it's like a it's like a I don't know maybe there's a local ordinance or like you said like you can't be around I grew up there there's no there's no ordinance for that (laughs) well maybe I was was in my hometown basically some fucking Karen got pissed because she couldn't have her titties out which would have been fine with me I don't care you know but anyway my sister was like Ricky, that was the most embarrassing thing I have ever done with you, but it was so fun. <laughs> Aww, that's good. And my brother was pissed because he wasn't old enough to drink, so he couldn't go into the bar. So um, he missed out. But that was some good times in Virginia. He didn't get to see your titties flop out. No. I've he did this last Christmas because I stayed at his house, so he saw my titties flop. <laughs> Making up for lost time. And Keith is like, could you take pictures of your brother's titties for me? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I recently saw some kind of like twin-related porn somewhere. Not that you guys are twins, but there was like some kind of like like brothers getting fucked next to each other or something, which is not, I don't have siblings, but it also seems like something that I would not. It's not like I would never even think about that with my siblings right i mean i guess if you're getting paid enough to do it you may do it but i don't know i think that's weird i mean they're like i wouldn't even do that with like you (laughs) like i wouldn't be like if somebody was like last night in our text it started to become a little uncomfortable (laughs) why it wasn't uncomfortable. It was actually, it was pretty hilarious, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I did call you a nasty hoe. <laughs> Cause you is. Um, what was I going to say? I was talking about porn kind of. I don't know. I, don't know. I did. Okay. So we used to have a 3d TV and a 3d like DVD player. Uh-huh. I could get 3d porn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I like bootlegged it, like I torrented it at some point. Um, and this was like years and years and years ago. And I remember trying to like make George watch it with me. And it was like something where they were like Eastern European twinks that are like completely smooth. And they were like taking showers outside and you could like, the water was like 3d and it was completely not worth it. Also, those are not dudes that I'm into really uh, it was Bellamy are you familiar with Bellamy? oh yeah I know about, like it's like real pretty they're all like Hungarian 
and tan and just right. like perfect. And that's just not, that's not my aesthetic. Good for you if you like it though. Like I get that, that's fine. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't like to see ribs. That's just like not my thing. I know what you like to see. We haven't talked about it in a while. <laughs> Let's just say milk bath. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You're so ridiculous. I'm not ridiculous. I'm just telling the truth. I'm just saying like, I know what you're into. Um, we do have a phone call from Aunt Nicole that we need to listen to. Um, <laughs> but we have not uh, gotten there yet. But there is an email from a listener. Let me bring it up real quick. Speaking of Keith. <laughs> speaking of Keith. Did you, are you going to, are you going to read it? Yeah, I'm going to read it. Okay. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I can, I can read. I'll, I'll do it. You don't usually like to. I don't because I get nervous. <laughs> I'm drunk and making black bean soup. The life of a 48-year-old. 40, ha. I love <laughs> y'all so much. Your show keeps me entertained. I look forward to every episode. So good. Miss you and Sofo once this COVID bullshit blows over. Keith in Kentucky. Oh, we miss him. There's... I feel like I would be remiss. He looks so fine for 48. I'm just saying. I mean, 48 is not old, but he right. looks so fine. If I look anything like that, and I've mentioned that to him before, I've been like, if you, if I could look like you when I'm 48, it'll be okay. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say I would be remiss if I didn't say there's been a little bit of controversy about the, um, the business group that owns... Sofo and Jackhammer and Meeting House? I saw something about it, but I wasn't for sure what happened. Um, I don't know that it's, that I can explain it sufficiently. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that people here are going to care, obviously. Oh, okay, right. But, I mean, we can present it as like, if you, so like for like listeners, if you were going consistently kind of to like a group of two or three bars that were all owned by the same people or even just one of the three bars or um you you like this specific establishment mm -hmm. and it came out on social media um that the owners may have said or have done some problematic things how readily would you dismiss them would you return would you give them the benefit of the doubt is it situational um because there was some some issues that people had brought up on social media that did not paint these bars in a very flattering light. Were one of these bars like one of the ones that decided they weren't going to play R&B music or yeah, rap that was, music? That was, in, that was in Boys Town. I think that was Progress Bar. Oh, okay. And yeah, fuck that. Which is not very progressive, right? <laughs> um... Yeah, no. And also dumb because R&B and hip hop music is fucking good, usually. I mean, like, there's pop oh. I don't like. Did what? you know that, I don't know if this is new or maybe I just saw it on Spotify, but did you know that Tony Braxton and Missy Elliott had a song together? I did, yes. I listened to it. And it's I'm pretty like good. Super into it. It's okay. I wish I it mean, was a little more up-tempo. It's a little bit... 
subdued for me. I wasn't even expecting it when I heard, I didn't know who it was because I didn't like click on it to play. It just started to play when I got into the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, sounds like Tony Braxton, but it doesn't sound like an old song. It's weird. Oh. I wonder if it's like a re- like a person that sounds like her. And then I looked and I was like, holy fuck, it is her and Missy Elliott. <laughs> I had a Tony Braxton song on my main playlist, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't decided if I like that or not. I do have a June playlist that I've been working on now that June is almost over. Um, we talked a little bit about Britney. Mm-hmm. Has a, like a new song, kind of. It was like a Japanese bonus track for her last album, which is like 2016. So it's old. It's like four years. But uh-huh. she did a Pride remix. And it's real good. It's called Mood Ring. Mood Ring. So I recommend that. There's a new Blackpink song out that's pretty hot. The new Jessie Ware album is really good. If you don't know who Jessie Ware is, uh, she's an English singer. Um, Kind of like a nice, like slightly huskier, like R&B sort of sound to her voice. Uh Um, Her new album is called What's Your Pleasure? The title track, What's Your Pleasure, is fucking good. Spotlight's good. I'm pretty sure I've played Spotlight on the show before. Um, Mirage, Don't Stop is hot. Um, but it's like kind of like a like a real like chill disco mm-hmm. situation. Okay. So I would check out Jesse Ware if you're into that. Um, I like the new Beyonce song, Black Parade, if you haven't heard it. I don't I think I heard it. I know she has a film coming out um, Black is King. Um, I don't know if this is associated with it because I'm not. No, it's a creative, it's a creative, like she did with the last one. It's like set to her album, but the, or movie form. Well, that's cool. I don't know. I like, I like Black Rain. It's, it's good. It's, I would say like a slightly, it's like a powerful track. I like it. It's good. Um, I'm not in the beehive, so I don't necessarily know a whole lot about what. Girl, you better get in the beehive. You better get into it. There's a lot like fandoms. I, I'm like, kind of. It's a little crazy, right? People can get a little crazy. Yeah, that makes me nervous. And I also feel like, I don't know. Like that makes me feel creepy. Like all these people put these artists on like a pedestal, and I'm like, I don't love anything that much. So like, well, that's like. I fucking love Mariah Carey, but I'm not going to, like, treat people like shit because they don't like Mariah Carey. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so. I'm not on some, I don't know. I'm not going to, Jerry likes to get on internet forums and talk about pop music or, like, read shit. And, like, he loves gossip and stuff like that. And I'm just. Of course I, that bitch loves gossip. Of course she does. She's from uh, Oklahoma. That's all they got to do there. Well, um, you're not wrong. Um <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, fandoms, like people who are stands, um, sometimes that makes me uncomfortable. Makes sense. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't, I don't, I don't really idol people like that. That's not like, right. Maybe when I was younger, I did, you know, but now it's just kind of like, no, I'm the most important person in the world right now. I mean, I feel that. I feel that. Too. <laughs> I'm like the thing. Like I like I fucking love Kylie, and I will and I will spend stupid amounts of money on fucking records and going to see mm. her, whatever. But I'm also not the person who's going to be like 3 a.m. on Twitter, like 
attacking who's the other one kylie jenner yeah um, because that whole situation was like a little wild also they get really mad at madonna kylie fans get really mad at madonna why and i'm like there can be both um because i guess like if we're talking like uk or europe or whatever there's not a whole lot of like artists in the English speaking world that are like on kind of that level of having like a really lengthy career number ones across like four decades and shit like that so I think there is an automatic comparison like maybe in the UK or Australia to being like Kylie or Madonna but I don't know maybe it's just me but I don't think their music is similar I mean in some respects like maybe the dance part of Madonna but they they have they have similar fan bases and similar aesthetics in some respects so i get it but also well the, for both. there's a huge difference kylie minogue is not an asshole <laughs> i hear she's lovely jerry's met her i have not i've seen her live though from like this far away. like we were like front row I was like, spit on me. You're like, bend over, spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> See, if I was one of those people who was up at the crack of dawn on Twitter, like, emotionally abusing other fans, then... Well, also, it's like, people stay up till, like, 12 or 1 to get to listen to albums. I'm like, I know. No, I'll fucking listen to that when I wake up. <laughs> so, I did that with All the Lovers when it uh-huh. came out, but that also came out, like... 15 years ago maybe something like that it came out a while ago um but so you was, were like 19 or 20 and you could actually stay up for 24 hours if you needed like, to i want to say i was like so it would have been like 14 maybe 13 or 14 years ago um because i definitely it was a radio one premiere which radio one is bbc in the uk mm-hmm. and so i got up at like our corresponding time it was like a normal time there but i got up to listen to it at like four o'clock in the morning or something right and that shit was worth it that song is fucking legendary (laughs) and i won't hear otherwise i like it it's a classic actually i heard it um they were playing it at target when i was there last time they were playing that song i love fucking target plays some shit that like they play some like deep cuts of like pop music that i love like, like 10 or 15 years ago and i'm like I am, this is like, I am the target audience for fucking Target. Well, I was in there just bopping along to like all the songs they were playing. I was like, like taking my non-existent booty, you know, my flat pancake booty, just shaking it. (laughs) They they love like, they love Kylie. They love Robin. They fucking live for that, like, kind of like poppy gay, Mm. like mid-2000s. Well, they know who their audience is. I mean- the gays keep them afloat, honestly. We love some Target. I, I mean, if you think about it, they're probably the only department store that, like, carries a huge thing of, like, pride products, you know? They do. They do. Which um, is, like, if we're going to be cynical, and we've talked about this on the show before, then they're just doing it to make money, obviously. Right. Which is But they made a lot of money because I bought, like, five shirts from them this year. I bought a Golden <laughs> Girl shirt. Okay. Um, it says Queens on it. It's in rainbow. Of course. I bought a rainbow shirt that's white with a bunch of rainbows. That's I bought cute. a tank top. I bought, which the tank top, eh, I might still have a little bit too much side boob right now to be wearing that. 
but well, that's deeply i hate like this whole section right here like all this under here like you see that jiggle you see that jiggle like I that's can't. my struggle too it's like it's like right here um you still haven't found your mariah shirt no I don't. I haven't gone downstairs yet to look in the boxes there. Get moving. Does she have them still for sale on her website? I don't know. You should just call her. Hey, girl, Mariah. What's up, girl? Could you send me one of those one of those tank tops, please? Actually, could you send me ten just in case I lose them? And do it from small to extra extra large, just in case I lose weight or gain weight. Just in case. I am 100% sure she's probably like, what tank tops? Oh, pretty, yeah. <laughs> she's like, who, did Did we do tank tops at one point? <laughs> I feel like, no, she loves people. She shops at Target. I've seen her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Stars, they're just like us. Just like us, but just richer. Like us. <laughs> and less stressed during COVID. Mm, yeah, probably. I don't know. I Although feel it's like kind of crazy to see all the famous people that got COVID. Like, how did you get that? <laughs> well, people think they're invincible. Oh, I guess so. They're not. All right. Well, we're not invincible, so we got to go because I'm tired. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm getting sweaty. This I got like stuff to do. I got to do. I got titty sweat. Titty sweat. Got some swamp titties. <laughs> Stick them in your mouth and suck them. <laughs> gross. I haven't heard that in years. Uh, okay. All right, we and we're going to do it this time. This is Ricky. This is Adam. And we will talk to you next week. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.